Welcome to the Q1 2019 Vaughn Nelson Value Opportunity Quarterly Review. In the first quarter 2019, Value Opportunity returned a gross return of 14.97% and a net return of 14.74%. Uh, and this is in relation to the Russell Midcap value at 14.37%. Uh, and with me today is Senior Portfolio Manager, Chad Ferguson. And with that, Chad, we'll turn things over to you. Thanks. Thank you so much, Dan. So in Q1, as uh, probably the listeners know well, the market rose rapidly off of its, uh, off its Q4 lows. We participated, and as Dan just pointed out, we, uh, we did a little bit better than the Russell Midcap Value Index, and I'll point out the Russell Midcap Value Index did better than most of the other indices. So the Midcap Values uh, were the place to be, and, uh, and we did quite well uh, even over and above that. The few places where you can look to see what the Value Arpent did to outperform, number one was in tech. In tech, uh, we had both payments firms, so firms which are uh, really around the technology of making payments from uh, you to uh, a merchant or from merchant to merchant or from bank to bank. Uh, we own a number of these firms, and they all did quite well during the quarter. In addition, uh, we've been focused on, uh, on one name in particular, one stock that gives us exposure to 5G, the, uh, the incoming new wireless broadband standard that gets faster, uh, lower latency wireless. The second place uh, that we were focused that helped us to outperform in the quarter was in telecom services. In particular, there's a, uh, a broad push right now across the, uh, the broadcast markets. So think your local ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox affiliates, the ones that provide local news to you and other, uh, other local services. Those local broadcast stations have been doing very well in the, uh, in the stock market here for the past several months. Uh, we own a, a large position in one of those. The third place that, uh, that we were focused on the quarter that did quite well uh, was in materials. We have two or three names in the materials sector, uh, really in, uh, in containers, uh, that did very well for us. Uh, we have one uh, that had been a little bit beaten down in 2018, and so in 2019, it uh, came back, and that gave us a, a pretty material outperformance in, in, that, in that sector. Finally, Dan, as you know, uh, we don't tend to own very many uh, real estate investment trusts in the Value Opportunity Fund. That continues to be true. We have exactly uh, we have one, which is a, a standard uh, real estate investment trust, a data center REIT. Uh, so this is a real estate investment trust or a REIT, which owns data centers around the country. Uh, data centers are in a secular growth mode, as you may imagine. Uh, you're using your phone more. You're putting uh, more data out into the cloud more and more often, uh, listener, as is everybody else. And all together, uh, we need more data centers. And uh, that read happened to outperform. Happened to, I'm sorry, underperform uh, for the quarter. Uh, so that underperformance, plus not owning uh, any other REIT in the portfolio when REITs did actually reasonably well for the quarter, uh, that dragged us down. So we put together these three uh, areas that we talked about earlier, tech, telecom services, and materials that did quite well. Uh, we had an underperformance by not owning uh, real estate investment trusts. And then we had a, a position in cash, which was on average about four, a little over 4% for the quarter. Uh, rapidly rising market holding cash means that you underperform a little bit. Add all that up, and that gets us to about six basis points about performance. Looking forward, uh, I'll just note that uh, our approach is exactly as it's always been. 
We continue to look to only own stocks we believe will return a 15% per year or more in the long run. So that'll be a 50-50% compound return across three years' time. Uh, so we continue to do that just as we have before. Now, we're getting a little more worried about uh, the economy. We don't think the U.S. economy declines. We don't think we hit a recession. But we do think the economy continues to slow down. And so as uh, the, the GDP, as the economy continues to slow down, let's say to something like 1.5% or 2% GDP growth, we are worried that more cyclical stocks, industrial stocks, stocks that do really well uh, when the economy grows rapidly, we're worried that these stocks may have a little more trouble in the, uh, in the coming months. So where it makes sense, we have focused more on stable, uh, steady stocks um, as, opposed to, uh, as opposed to these more cyclical stocks. So an example of a stable steady would be a utility, so an electric utility, uh, but would also be something in the, um, in the consumer discretionary space where it is a consumer item, but it's something, it's a service that gets used over and over and over again, something you subscribe to, uh, something that you use every, uh, every month or every quarter. So that has resulted in us turning over actually a reasonable fraction of the portfolio. We have 69 stocks in this portfolio. We have changed 10 of those out across the last quarter. That's a very high rate for us. So uh, that doesn't, uh, doesn't say that we have any real fear or real risk. It just simply says we're repositioning the portfolio for a world in which we think the economy slows. It doesn't go negative. We don't hit recession, but the economy slows. Finally, We'll note, you've probably heard this from other folks in the Von Nelson universe, we don't think there's any crazy big bubble like there was in real estate in 2007, like there was in internet stocks in 1999, except for one place, and that place is liquidity. We think there's a bubble in the amount of money sloshing around the economy. All of that liquidity, all of that money has found its way into financial assets. We think over time that liquidity will continue to get drained out of the economy slowly, either through actions of the Fed, either through actions of the government, for example, running up debt and requiring that liquidity to buy U.S. treasuries, or actions of uh, foreigners uh, pulling that liquidity out to invest in their own economies. In any of these situations, we think the liquidity goes down and we think the stock market goes down along with it, and we are positioning for that what we believe will ultimately be a slowing of these stock market gains and perhaps a stock market fall. We think we've got the portfolio, the value opportunity portfolio set up to withstand that and, as a matter of fact, to thrive in such an environment. So, Dan, with that, I'll turn it back over to you. Well, terrific, Chad. Thank you very much. And a terrific job in the first quarter. And we very much look forward to, to speaking again at the end of the second quarter. And hopefully we'll continue the, uh, the success here throughout the course of 2019. Thanks. Thank you. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson and, or used by Von Nelson with permission 
and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws.